This is a podcast from Minute Media. Sox fans, here are the Bastards of Boston Baseball. Welcome everyone to another episode of Totally Legit, or Calling the Cops. This will be the last edition of this format for the regular season before we'll bring it back for 2022, so... Hope everybody enjoys it. Charlie Smith came up with all of the scenarios and topics. Basically, he's going to read off each one. All three of us will react to it. If we agree with it, we will say it's totally legit. Or if we disagree with it, we are going to call the cops. So that's how this will work. Charlie and Jason, are you guys ready? I'm ready. Oh, I have to be ready. I'm reading this stuff. All right. Here we go, folks. All right, Charlie. First one. Your show. First one, kids. First one. Totally legit or calling the cops. The Boston Red Sox finished the season with more than four and a half wins the rest of the way. Is that totally legit or are you calling the cops? Oh, more than four and a half. I'm... I'm calling the cops. I'm calling the cops. What they got? Okay, we got Baltimore and we got Washington, right? Six games left. Not counting the one game wild card if they even get there, right? So just these next six games, they're going to win. Good call. Right. So Mm. these next six games, are they going to win more than four and a half? No. I'm calling the cops. They're going to lose maybe half of those, maybe even more. Um, But they're not, yeah, they're not winning five out of six. I'm going to say that it's totally legit. I have the Red Sox sweeping the Baltimore Orioles, so they're going to get three wins there. Okay. I'm I'm a little nervous about Washington. That's the last series. They probably have their golf vacations all booked with their plane tickets and whatnot. So hopefully the effort level won't be there, but – I'm going to be quietly optimistic that they can win two out of three. So that puts me above the four and a half mark at, at five out of six. So I'll say it's totally legit. Am I supremely confident? My confidence isn't very legit. But, yeah, exactly. But, yeah, it's been tough. But I think more likely than not, they win five. So I'm actually going to go with Jason on this one. I think at best you win four out of six, which puts them below the four-and-a-half marker. I think we win two out of three against Baltimore, and I think if we're lucky we win two out of three against Washington. But I wouldn't be surprised if we somehow get slugged uh, out of one of those games and we finish it out three and three. Even with that 163 game, I still don't think it changes anything. Uh, so I'm going to say um, calling the cops. With that, Terry? Getting it out of the way, attention listeners across the galaxy, 
all the way from Australia to Boston, do we have a pew problem? If so, our friends at Manscaped have cleared you for takeoff with their brand new fourth generation lawnmower 4.0. Kick your pubes to the next planet with the Performance Package 4.0. The orbits in your pants will feel like you're at zero gravity when you use the best tools for the job from the leaders in male grooming. Join the 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get your rocket ready for takeoff by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20. Don't forget to use the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and their Crop Reviver to help your little planets be on their A-game while feeling the sun's heat. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts to their Performance Package 4.0. Those are the Manscaped Boxers and Shed Travel Bag. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. For a clean trinity and beyond, your space balls will thank you. Terry, you're getting much better at that. I think you've been practicing. You're, you're laughing a lot less, which is always a plus. I've never read that. that bulletproof, so that was kind of on the fly. But that bullet uh, point, I meant. But yeah, it was uh, it was a job well done. So I'm going to give you that one. All right. Uh, that's gonna that's gonna swing us right into the second question. The Sox are currently one game behind the Yankees. Totally legit are calling the cops. The Boston Red Sox. We'll finish two games above the Yankees at the end of 2021. I call them the cops because again, I, I have them losing the next two out of three to Baltimore. I don't know what the Yankees are going to do. They've got a tougher last stretch. They've got the Jays and they've got the Rays. So, you know, Yankees could absolutely crater in this last week, but again, I, my confidence is completely shaken in this team and I have them, again, losing two out of three to Baltimore. Washington, I could see them winning that series, but it depends. You know, if they're shaken mentally by losing to the effing Orioles, then I could see them, you know, caving in too. So I'm calling the cops. No, they won't. They won't finish above them. Okay. Terry? I'm also calling the cops. I don't think the Yankees will finish two games above us because our schedule is easier, as I've pointed out. The Yankees are facing the Blue Jays and the Rays this week. I'm not sure which order, but that those are the two teams they will face. I think they could. I think the Yankees would still possibly finish one game above us if this week doesn't go as well as I think, but two games above us with their schedule i i think that's that's a little tough so i'll call the cops i'm inclined to agree with you gentlemen i do not think it'll be two games my i asked my dad i said dad what's your hot take for the night he goes the red Sox will finish two games above the yankees i was like okay i can run with that uh i don't see it happening though i think at best maybe one uh, because they're going to have to make up two from right now over the next six. 
to be at least one. They'd have to make up three games, and I don't think the Yankees are going to do that poor to finish out the rest of the season. It is the Yankees, and you know they're going to have slugfest games. It's just a matter of seeing how many of them are going to go their way. So we, we've got a – we really do need to take a minimum of two out of three against Baltimore because if you if you get swept or you only get one out of three, that's it. It's it's over. So uh, interesting. We've, we've kind of had a couple of different, uh, different opinions on one of them, and then we're aligned on this one. Uh, third one's going to be, yeah, I'm curious to see what you guys say. Totally legit are calling the cops. Rafael Devers will crack 40 doubles and finish in the top three by the end of 2021. Where's he at right now? Great question. 37. 37. Yeah. And the people that are currently above him right now in the American league, uh, I believe it's Jimer Candelario with 42. J.D. Martinez, who has 40. Marcus Semien, who has 39. Whit Merrifield, who has 39. And then Rafael Devers, who has 37. Where are you at, Jason? I think he'll reach 40, but he won't finish top three. So I'll half call the cops on that one <laughs> i i think the first part of it's legit i could see him getting to 40 yeah i could see him cracking three doubles in the next week sure but those other guys that you mentioned to around him Semyon, merrifield um they're they're gonna surpass him they're they're better hitters they've been more consistent they're gonna hit more doubles this last week and i think they'll end up in the top three so devers might be like top five or top six but he's top five he right won't now be top three Fair enough. So Jason's going to call parking enforcement is, is who's he's going to have yes. hand, handle this. I'm going to call the mall cop. Yeah, I'm going to call the mall cop. <laughs> nice, the nice, mall cop. nice. Um, I'm going to say reaching 40 is totally legit. Will he lead MLB? Well, you know, it's, it's an easy schedule, though. So... He had a good series against New York, was 4 for 11. He could be 5 for whatever, 6 for whatever against the Blue Jays with with uh, the Blue Jays. Ah, man, I'm off my game. Uh, against the Orioles and, and have an explosive series that way. So I think he gets to 40. He might even get to 42 or 43 by the end of this week. So I think it's totally legit. He's been averaging, um, you know, five, six the past couple of months. But when he's on it, he's on it. And I, I don't think it's completely far-fetched to see him, uh, you know, have like a, a wild day where he might have like three and two days. If he has three and two days, he's right in the thick of it. Um, I actually, I'm going to go long shot here. And I'm actually going to say, I think it's totally legit that he can hit 40 and end up being in the top three. Yes, it'll be a, a little bit of a jump. He'll have to make up a couple of doubles on both Semyon and Whit, uh, Whit Merrifield. But if he's able to hit two when no one else hits any, he's one away from his teammate for second. I think it's definitely possible. So I'm actually going to say he finishes with over 40, and he does finish in the top three for most doubles in the American League. But that's my guy. I also thought, you know, I think a week and a half ago, Terry, I said he was going to potentially make a run for most RBIs at the end of the year and surpass all the other cats that were in there. Uh, and right now it's been the Salvador Perez show who is making a run for MVP. He's just out of his, he's playing out of his mind. Insane. Whoever drafted him in fantasy leagues is just 
probably had an amazing year because <laughs> I didn't I, see this coming. And I love Salvador Perez. I, I actually had to look back at it because I'm pretty sure I just knocked that team out. I, I'm, I'm going to do a quick little gloss over. Um, Salvador Perez was was absolutely insane this year. I think he's got 46 on the year now. And he set the single season record for uh, most home runs by a catcher. Yeah, is the guy that I just played this week and knocked him out. So I'm going to the finals, baby. <laughs> I didn't think it was going to happen, but just, it happened. Just bear with me for one second because there's oh, crap. One other impressive thing about him. He's not a spring chicken either. He's, let's see, 31 years old. So he's the same age as, as Vasquez. Yep. But he has played how many games this year? 154. And all of them, I think, or just about all of them at catcher. And he's putting up these monster numbers. And we're hearing about Christian Vasquez is tired, you know, and and whatever. So he's had a, quite a bit of wear and tear. And he's a big man, too. He's, I don't know how tall, 6'2", 6'3", at least. 6'4", 240. Okay, so bigger than big I boy. thought. Yeah. Yep, he's so, a big guy. So, yeah, just an insanely impressive year for, for Salvador. Hang on, let me add, since we're getting random for a second, I just want to throw in one more tidbit about the Yankees and the playoff race here. They're ending the season with Tampa. Tampa's got nothing to play for, nothing at all to play for in those last few games. They can rest guys. They can do whatever they want. So if they want to take the series off, that's bad news for the Red Sox. Right. The yeah, Yankees and are... certainly the Rays don't want to do the Red Sox any favors. So, right. I mean, they, they don't want to do the Yankees any favors either, but they might be looking at it saying, well, who would we rather potentially face? New York? Yeah, sure. Okay, we'll mail it in this series. Screw you, Boston. Right, right. It's something to watch. So go ahead, Charlie. All right. So after that one, we're going to move into this one. We kind of touched up on on, on a little bit, but we still haven't officially said it if it's going to happen. So with that being said, we talked about what we do over the last six games. And Jason was kind of hinting towards it. Totally legit. We're calling the cops. The Red Sox will indeed be one of the two teams that play in game 163. Uh, <laughs> uh, I will say totally legit because I think they'll manage to do just enough, and I don't think Toronto will do just enough to surpass them. So I think they will be heading to New York for game 163, to get their lips ripped off in game 163, but they, they will be in it. Yes. Terry. Based on all my other answers, Red Sox winning over four and a half with them also sweeping Baltimore. If, if that prediction holds up, I have to say it's totally legit that they will make one of the two wildcard slots. Hopefully the first one, it should also be noted. We do hold the wild card, uh, the tiebreaker, I've flubbed everyone so far. Red Sox have the tiebreaker against the Yankees. So um, if it's a tie after 162, the wild card game would be held at Fenway Park. Not that that's mattered, but for what it's worth. I'm going to say totally legit. I think it's going to happen. I think the Red Sox will end up being one of those two teams that plays in 163 because I don't think they're going to get the top spot. I think they're going to be... I think they're going to be one of those two guys, and it's it's going to be an insane game, and I'm going to be 
upset and I'm probably going to be angry tweeting. I still don't know if they're going to win it though. I, I just, oh God, this team has been so incredibly frustrating all, all year long. And especially now with the season almost coming to a close, we're here folks. It looks like it could happen. We might be seeing game 163, maybe at Fenway. We'll see. Very good. All right. So, Taylor and I talked about this. I know I was super upset after that foul ball that wasn't a foul ball, and I bunny ear that one for those that can't actually physically see me. Uh, Christian Vasquez caught that ball, and it was in the transfer that the ball was dropped. Totally legit are calling the cops. Alex Cora, as the manager of the Boston Red Sox, will go down as one of the biggest regrets of 2021. I will call the cops on that one. Um, I I have not. I'm not going to give Cora a gold star for this season, uh, and we'll we'll see. I mean, we need to see how the season ends, right? You know, maybe he pulls out his best managerial job in game 163, and he outclasses Boone or whoever he's facing, and gets the Red Sox to the playoffs. But has he been the best manager that we could ask for this year? No, but I also don't think that he's the, the top reason, if the Red Sox miss the playoffs, he's not the number one reason. He's on the list, but he's further down the list. So um, biggest regret of 2021? No. I, I'll call the cops on that one. One of the, one of the biggest. One of them? Still no? I, no. Biggest regret? No. No. I, I think there are bigger questions and, and bigger regrets than him. Okay, there's a, there's a 1B to that. If you did say that the answer was no, and I'm going to ask in a second, Terry? I'm going to call the cops as well, but I will say that I'm at the point where I'm pretty willing to put Alex Cora in the overrated category in terms of being a top manager. I mean, you look at how they've played down the stretch. The errors have been mind-boggling. They shouldn't be happening this late in the year. They should be playing pretty fluidly defensively. And and most of these guys were never bad defenders. Well, I can't say, you know, Devers and whatever, but but still, you should be playing better baseball in the second half, and that's not happening. And I don't think Alex Cora fires this team up when they're when their back should be against the wall and 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 grinding out some of these games. This does not look like a team that's fired up. Jason, you said in the last show we don't know who the captain is. We don't know who the leader of the Red Sox is. And I think that's another failure of Alex Cora. And you look at bringing Ottavino in to play the Yankees, the worst decision to to pull out of the bullpen was, was Ottavino. He can, the non-divisional teams, he still pitches well against, but the Yankees know him better than anyone. And so... I think he's a little bit overrated. Do I think he's going anywhere anytime soon? No, absolutely not. Not within the next couple of years at least. But yeah, but anyway, that's my take. Charlie, what's your one B? I'll, or, I'll, I'll oh, say actually, this much. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to say calling the cops. And the reason for that being is because the Red Sox are still in the playoff race. They're still uh, contenders. Had this team been a 75-80 win team, I think the answer very much could have been, yeah, totally legit. Uh, that this was one of the more overrated, as you mentioned, managers and potentially biggest regrets that Bloom and the Boston Red Sox could have made. But 
he's no longer considered one of the best managers in the game, regardless of how the team finishes, just because of what happened. Just because of the allegations, true or not, false, whatever, it doesn't matter. Allegations were made that no matter what, how many wins, 114, 110 wins, he'll never win manager of the year ever again. He'll never be regarded as one of the upper echelon uh, callers in the uh, dugout. And these little blip mistakes that he's had, putting in the wrong guys, not challenging certain calls, those are tough. Um, Now, the one beat to that, if you said that he wasn't the biggest regret, what is the biggest regret of the 2021 regular season for the Boston Red Sox? The biggest regret for this team this year is ownership and your general manager uh, combined decided not to invest in this team at the trade deadline uh, or not to invest properly. Um, I still maintain that Kyle Schwarber was a decent addition, but he has not been a huge difference maker. I think Kyan Bloom completely misnavigated the middle of the market where he could have gotten better bullpen arms, and instead he came away with Ansel Robles and Austin Davis, um, who I do not think are going to help you secure a playoff spot. There are better arms out there that he could have gotten for low money, and he didn't do it. Um, so I think the biggest regret is that your ownership didn't want to spend money, and your general manager got he just got beat by other general managers at the deadline. Guys like Brian Cashman, who, you know, I know, Terry, you've been saying it for a while, and, and we've been saying it on the show. It's like, how has that guy not been fired yet? But he he pulled one over Bloom uh, at this deadline, and a lot of other GMs did too. So that's the biggest regret. I don't disagree with a lot of what Jason said, but I still hated the fact that we came into the season with Perez and Richards as two of your core rotation guys and had better decisions been made over the winter. Maybe we're, we're looking at this potential playoff run a little bit differently. And and maybe, maybe the, the trade deadline would have, wouldn't have been quite as complicated either. So I, I just think, I don't think Bloom did a good job at any point, really, in terms of adding people to the major league roster. Has he done a good job building the farm? Yeah, I, you know, we have to give him credit for that. But this Red Sox team could have been a lot better and a lot more balanced in 2021 had better decisions been made. So I, the, my, my fear this winter is we're going to have to sit through another full winter of watching him try to reinvent the wheel when we've saw three other general managers lead us to a world championship. We, we, we've already seen it. So this little magic act that Bloom's trying to pull isn't, uh, isn't going to fool a a kindergarten class. So my, my biggest, uh, my biggest regret was the same thing was before the season started, forget about the deadline. You failed during the off season. You just didn't do enough. And that's that's what it comes down to. Um, the trade deadline was a was a one C bust uh, because the one B bust already happened. Had we made the right moves or, or added the right pieces or even some better pieces, I think we would have been in better shape. Um, I don't think that the David Price money 
helped in any way, shape, or form. And in less than two years, we'll be in a much better place financially. But still, I think that this offseason was the biggest uh, culprit as far as regrets go. People have been at least probably three or four times in the last week, week and a half, people have DM me on Twitter saying, when can the Red Sox compete for a, a World Series again? Do you think it's going to be 2023, 2024? And I'm like, there's no reason they can't compete next year if they make the decision to do it. <laughs> and you don't even need to make trades. You just need to spend money. And I don't mind that we have contracts with a high annual value if they're only three or four years because you can trade them or worst case, they're they're short money and you can win that way. But we should be competitive. The Yankees, what are they going to do? They shouldn't be any better than us going forward. We, who knows with the Blue Jays, they could spend money, they can make trades. I mean, they're offensively at least set up very well. And you get that Manoa kid that's going to be controllable for at least the next five years, maybe six. So I, so maybe that's a team that could have an edge on us, but we should be more competitive than, than what people expect. Yeah, pretty much. I had uh, one final one. This is a bonus one. Okay. And this is only one that I, I kind of – I don't think it's going to be too long. Totally legit or calling the cops. The Red Sox will have over two and a half quality starts to finish out the season. Mm-hmm. So they'd have to have three quality starts? I, actually, yeah, you know what? Totally legit. They'll get quality starts and the bullpen will blow it. But, yeah, I, I could see them getting three quality starts. Yeah, sure. Terry, you got to go six innings, though, don't you? Six is a quality start. Technically, yep. I'm calling the cops. We we we'll have some good performances. I think o- so too. Over five innings, but I don't know if we're gonna get guys stretched out to six. I think if I said one and a half, we would all said yes for over one and a half. But two and a half, half the starts that this team just isn't built for quality start performances. I think we're only gonna have two out of six and we'll get lucky i don't think i think one is going to be just six innings and the other might be like six and a third but we're not going to have more than two if we get three i'll totally say jason was right on that uh but i i find it to be tough with with uh just the way that the red sox want to play it especially with the the health issue looming well that's all all i got all right that will do it for this episode i hope everybody enjoyed it it is the last uh format for this uh until next april so we will be back on thursday night to discuss this baltimore orioles series and uh job and andrew will be with me on that episode so we will see you then take care